0: fellow children of god welcome to episode 59 of saltoshi podcast today is a reading from the new international version of the bible part of the old testament the book of exodus chapter 8 verse 15. but before i get into my analysis of scripture i just want to recommend uh, another podcast series that really goes into depth and breaks down the entire book of exodus I strongly recommend you find it on YouTube. It is Dr. Jordan Peterson's biblical series about Exodus. And I believe there are 17 episodes out right now. They're all on video. It's a group of very intelligent men sitting around a table and breaking down the book of Exodus. I will put the playlist link in the description. So definitely check that out if you are interested in the book of Exodus. And it's not just Peterson and other Christians talking about this. There are also some Jews sitting there talking about it. Because uh, if you don't know, the uh, Judaism uses the Torah, which is the first five books of the Old Testament, which is very interesting because as a Christian, I didn't know that. Now let's get into Exodus chapter 8, verse 15. And a little backstory here. This is the great story of the Exodus from Egypt when Pharaoh was enslaving the Israelites and Moses was called upon by God to help the Israelites become free so that they can serve him starting in the desert. So in this particular scripture that I'm going to read, there was a plague of frogs. which is insane if you really think about your house being filled with frogs. Everywhere you go, there are frogs. That would be extremely frustrating. I had an incident just a few weeks ago where the seal on my door was not very tight, and it was very hot, and there are these ladybug-looking insects. Uh, Google describes them as asian lady beetles which i don't like that name asian lady beetles that's kind of offensive but anyway these insects were coming into my kitchen through the seal of my door in droves like i'm talking 12 every five minutes they were crawling into my kitchen and spreading out all over the ceiling and the walls and they were moving deeper into my apartment and it was extremely frustrating like i felt trapped in these bugs, so I'd get the vacuum and suck them up and go outside and empty the vacuum and I'd come back in, there'd be 12 more. I can imagine frogs. If I was frustrated over some little insects, frogs would drive me insane. I would probably burn my apartment building down and leave. Obviously, I wouldn't burn it down if there were people inside. And I wouldn't actually do it, but I would feel like it. So, Pharaoh, the Pharaoh of Egypt is feeling trapped in his own city because there's frogs everywhere, and Moses and Aaron, I'm pretty sure they prayed to have the frogs removed, and God killed all the frogs. So, the frogs just ended, and here's the scripture. But when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he hardened his heart and would not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. The first thing that comes to my mind is something actually mentioned in Peterson's Exodus series, which is God is not our celestial butler. So it seems like Pharaoh was kind of using God and he was using God via Aaron to get rid of the frogs. And then once the frogs were gone, Pharaoh hardened his heart. So It's like, we ask God to help us with something, and then once he helps us, we revert back to our old ways. And the takeaway from this, the message to us, should be, we need God even when we feel secure. So even when we feel like we're sovereign and independent, we're not. True independence does not exist. We might be independent from other people. We might be independent from other structures in society, or we might think we are, it might appear that way, but we can never truly be independent of God. The moment we stop depending on God for things is the moment we start depending on Satan for things. We can't just exist. We don't just exist for no reason. We're either with God Or we're with satan we have to be dependent on one of those two forces so true independence does not exist within ourselves god is independent he doesn't need us to survive but we need him so i think pharaoh what he could have done better and look i'm not saying i'm better than pharaoh i'm honored just to be sitting here right now talking to god's people about scripture I am so far from perfect, but it's easy to look into a situation from the outside and see what somebody could have done better. So what Pharaoh could have done differently was learned from that lesson. So the frogs came and wreaked havoc on his city, and then God got rid of the frogs. And Pharaoh could have been grateful for that and said, you know what? God helped me out, so let me see what I can do for him which in that case would have been let Moses' people go. But he hardened his heart, which basically just means strengthened his own will. He reverted back to his old ways, and they ended up back in the same position where they started, where Moses had to re-ask, let my people go. God kept punishing Egypt because of Pharaoh, and Pharaoh kept reverting back to his old ways. So he was stuck in this cycle where he would make the wrong choice, be punished, find relief. Because of that relief, he would go back to step one by doing the wrong thing. And there's this interesting quote. Let me try to remember it so I don't have to look it up right now. Good times create weak men. Weak men create bad times bad times create strong men strong men create good times good times create weak men it's a cycle and i think the message is do not become complacent be disciplined deny our impulses deny ourselves when we want to be weak when we want to make the wrong choices. Deny ourselves. Don't revert back to our old ways. Do not backslide. Keep going forward, onward and upward. If you are stuck in some sort of cycle, God is the light at the end of the tunnel. God will never abandon you. God is always there for you, but you have to meet him halfway. We have to take a step towards God. We cannot expect God to give us gifts if we don't do anything for them. We have to earn God's gifts. Jesus died for us so that we can be cleansed of our sins. But our part is to believe in him, to follow him, to have faith in him. So without our action, we will not receive Any benefits from God so let's continue taking steps towards God even if they're baby steps a baby step is better than going backwards and also it's better to take two steps forward and one step back than to take one step forward and two steps back I like to say progress over perfection because we're never going to be perfect it's best if we just accept that and then try to make progress towards God Let's not be hypocrites. Let's understand that we have flaws and that we're not perfect. Let's try not to criticize others so much. I know it's easy to look at Pharaoh and criticize him, but I'm sure a lot of us would do the same thing. Let's try to take the lessons we learn, stay disciplined, and continue moving towards God. I hope you all have a wonderful day. And as always, please get out there and read your Bibles.